Hey, it's Candy. Did you know that I have a quiz to help coaches choose their niche? Yeah, I do. It's super popular and it has been taken more than 20,000 times. This is a fun quiz that takes you about two minutes to do, and it will probably give you way more clarity on choosing your best coaching niche. So now whether you say niche or niche, it's going to work for you. And if you're a coach and you have been stuck in niche indecision, wondering what to do, then you should take my quiz and find out what you learn. You can take the quiz today at coachnichequiz.com. That's coachnichequiz.com. Okay, let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to She Coaches Coaches. I'm your host, Candy Motzek, and I'm going to help you find the clarity, confidence, and courage to become the coach that you are meant to be. If you're a new coach, or if you've always wanted to be a life coach, then this is the place for you. We're going to talk all about mindset and strategies and how-to, because step-by-step only works when you have the clarity, courage, and confidence to take action. Let's get started. Well, I am here with Candy Motzak, host of She Coaches Coaches, for another exciting conversation of what it means to be a coach these days and what are the practical skills Candy can support those people with through their journey of developing a blissful, prospering practice. Candy, thank you so much for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. It's just great to talk to you. I love talking to you. So let's dive in with what are the specific challenges coaches are facing these days as far as self-belief and overcoming their own barriers in order to support others? Oh, boy. I think that that really covers it. Like, yes, there's a whole bunch of technological stuff that's on the go. And yes, that's a challenge. But it's also a bit of an excuse to hide behind our fears, right? So the real challenge is always that, do you have enough desire? Do you have enough passion to do something like this? Or are you so scared that you can't step forward? And so it's this deciding, like, you know, there's that story of the the two wolves, right? That you've got two wolves in your life and you get to choose which one you feed. Do you want to choose the one that's fear and lack and worry? Or do you want to choose to feed the one that is that wolf that is your higher self and that higher purpose for your life? So we get to choose. So no matter what's going on in the world, whether it's COVID, whether it's an economic downturn, whether it's AI, the biggest thing that we have to overcome is ourselves. You know, we listen to our own voice and decide if that desire and if that mission is strong enough today. And then we get to decide tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. And so when somebody's dealing with these on their personal lives and then they turn around and they're supporting others, yeah. how do you address the imposter syndrome with them? <laughs> imposter syndrome is a good sign. Yeah. That's that's the... Um, it's the sign that you're still growing. Every time you come up on that place where you wonder, can I do this? Am I a fake? Will they find out that I'm really a fraud? It is, it's just that sign that you're moving in the right direction. And so how can you take that voice and actually, you know, kind of, it's kind of like a little child, you know, sort of bring it in close to you. Like, yeah, I hear you. You know, yeah, I hear that you're nervous about this um, and that you're trying to slow yourself down. You're trying to protect yourself. 
So, yeah. What a great reframe. So instead of looking at it as I'm a fake, looking at it as, oh, I'm dealing with these things too. What skills am I employing? How can I help others do the same? Yeah. And I think that, you know, like for coaches, this is the place where we get to practice really deep compassion. You know, we're easy to practice compassion for our clients, right? Like we see them in their wholeness. We see what they could become, but we also forget that we get to practice that compassion for ourselves. That's so important. Yeah. Wow. I have a philosophy that we are supporting people through things that we are also supporting ourselves through. What comes up for our clients is something that's also coming up for us. Have you seen this in your practice? Every day. (laughs) The short answer, the long answer, every day, every minute sometimes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Clients are a mere reflection of us. Totally. Obviously, to get there, you're having to overcome some mindset blocks, How do you support people in overcoming those blocks? Hmm. So it's always the first step is always awareness. What am I actually thinking? What do I believe about myself? How do I judge others? How am I judging myself? Once we start to be more aware, then you can start to use the tools. I love to encourage people to journal. I've got specific journaling exercises that they can do. The simpler, the better. Um, But so much of it is just having that courage to put pen on paper. People are often really scared to see what's in their head out written. Like it's like, it makes it really real, but that's also the place where it gives it the power. So that's, that's always the start. I agree. Once something is out of my head, I can move on to the next thing. Exactly. Pen and paper is so therapeutic. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Now the coaches you're with are finding that their unique genius is a niche for them to focus in. How are you helping people get specific on what their niche is and Mm. their unique skill set? Yeah. And so the topic of niche is a real big deal with new coaches. They get really tangled in a knot. Like they want to find that perfect niche and they think that there's only one. And what they don't remember is that they've got countless niches. So one of the easiest ways that I have found is to allow them to go on their own hero's journey where they really write the high points and the low points of their life. They see the things that they've overcome and each one of those places that they've overcome, that's that former version of themselves. And those are the people that, that there are many of those people in the world right now. And that is one of their perfect niches. So as you're going through your own storyline and what, you know, what you've overcome in your life and you go, oh, like in my case, oh, I overcame burnout. I could be a burnout coach. Oh, I've had imposter syndrome. I can be an imposter syndrome coach, blah, blah, blah. Right. So all these things. And then you just look at the list and you have to start with the list and then say, okay, which one of these are wounds that are still not healed? Which one of these are still a little bit raw? that's not my niche right now. I might get there, but that's not now. So you go back and you, you know, narrow it down. And then it's a matter of decide, you know, so once we've decided, Hey, I've got these five things that could be my niche, then we have to decide and commit and decide and commit and stay with it and not stay in this place of always being indecisive and choosing. Hmm. So I'm a new coach. I'm figuring out my niche. What are you telling me is the first step as far as building my practice and towards a path of success in that journey? Yeah. And so the first step is actually not the niche. The first step for a new coach is to get coaching. Mm. 
And so I have a little technique uh, that I call the five by five. And I encourage new coaches to get started. They find five people, they coach them for five sessions each for free. Once you've done 25 hours of coaching and you've taken five clients through any kind of a journey, you start to really feel like a coach. And it's a little bit, um, sometimes it's received a little bit like, you want me to coach for 25 hours for free? And I'm like, yeah, it's not for free. It's actually an investment. They're investing their time and energy in you and you're investing your time and energy in them and listening to every one of those coaching conversations you take that with your niche knowledge, and now you've created your first program. You know what you're talented in, you know what your skill set's like, and now you've actually watched real people talk to you about what's going on in their life. So you're getting an immense value from yeah. that time. The yeah. proof of concept. Yeah. That you yeah, can totally. have these conversations. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then on the flip side of that, what about coaches getting coaches for themselves? Yes, that's an always. <laughs> yeah, we can't sell coaching if we don't believe in it enough mm-hmm. to purchase it for ourselves. Um, and that coaching can be an individual coach. It can also be being part of a mastermind or a peer group. It can also be making sure that you're doing your own self-coaching, again, through your journaling, or even better, all three. Love it. Yeah. Let's talk about your podcast for a second. Okay. She coaches coaches. You're giving the foundational supports for getting going. What is your favorite conversations that you've had on your show? Mm. Yeah. So, um, two spring to mind. One was a guest that I spoke with not that long ago and he, his publicist, I don't know, media person had reached out and said, Hey, we'd like you know, to do an interview swap. And I was like, I looked at his picture and he was obviously very tall and very fit and very alpha looking. And I was like, Ugh, uh, okay. And um, so I agreed. And then we got on Zoom to do this interview. And yes, on the outside, he looked like that, but it just taught me such a great lesson about we never really know what a person is like. He was such a heart-centered guy. He had so much wisdom and he showed up so fully, so fully present and so vulnerable. Blew me away, you know? So that is one. And then um, another is probably one of the very first interviews that I ever did was a client that I had and she lived in, oh gosh, Bosnia. And so to talk to her about her coaching journey and how she had gone from being corporate, she was in banking, corporate banking person, to her love of coaching, but even more importantly was that she remembered to love herself. And I was like, ah, it's the best of both worlds. You get to be a coach and improve your relationship with yourself. So that was, yeah, awesome. And find somebody who can love themselves. Yeah, right? It fuels everyone around. Yeah, absolutely. What are you most excited for coming up on your show? You Mm. have some big, exciting plans. Any big, exciting plans? Not specifically with this show, but I'm super excited about my new private podcast that I've released. Mm. Yeah, tell us a little more. And it's called Unlock Coaching Success, and so it is seven episodes, ten minutes or less. It's a little bit raw, a little bit natural. I just turned on the mic and I recorded step 
by step through my create framework that I guide coaches through. And I'm excited about that because it's that it's a more of a real conversation. I imagine that it's me really talking to them. And I am just hoping that there's going to be lots and lots of people that sign up, listen, get the benefit of it. And even if they never come into my circle, just the fact that they've learned something and they apply that to becoming the coach they want to be, that'll be great. And that's a private podcast. How do they access that? Ah, you can get it through the URL, candiesfreegift.com. And you just sign up and it downloads right to your podcast player. And there you go. Ooh, full of insights. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> okay, Candy, we're going to do rapid fire questions. Are you ready? Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's start with where's your favorite place to vacation? Ooh. Well, a place that I've been to and I would love to go back, Antarctica. I. I know yeah. this is rapid fire questions, but I want more information. What happened in Antarctica? Why do you? Um, want it? I did a cruise with my mom and daughter, and we left from Santiago, Chile. We went down the coast and around Antarctica, then back through the Falkland Islands and up to um, Argentina. Yeah, it's amazing. Beautiful. Beautiful. Love See it. Penguins swimming along. It's amazing. Well, what's your favorite animal? Ah, uh, my favorite animal is the deer. The deer. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I saw a joke that kangaroo are just deer that have gone to prison, and I can't get that image out of my head when you say deer. <laughs> I love it. Um, what is your favorite book that has influenced your personal life? Eek, that's a tough one. I have so many. Probably Course in Miracles. Okay. Yeah. Would it be the same answer for your professional life influence? Professional life, um, Playing Big by Tara Moore. Nice. Yeah, it's a great book. Yeah. When you are needing coaching, mm-hmm. where do you go for resources? <sighs> I go sometimes to unusual places, mostly to spiritual teachers, um, some of the big names like Marianne Williamson, um, Wayne Dyer, Deepak Chopra. Yeah. yeah. How do you find balance between coaching others and your own well-being? Oh, that's an interesting question. I have no problem with that because everything to do with coaching is it fills me up. It energizes me. So coaching never drains me. Mm. Um, So I never have any problem with the balance with that. Like if you handed me 50 clients, I'd be like, yes. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And have you had clients that have had a problem with that balance? Yes. And how do you what do you advise them on? Uh, Just remind them to drink their water, sleep at night trust that it's all going to work out, that mm-hmm. this is part of the journey, that they don't need to rush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perspective. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, what is a trip you are planning? Well, a trip we're planning is to go to the cabin. We've got a cabin up on the Sunshine Coast in BC, and we'll be spending two two-week vacations up there this summer, so that'll be great. Beautiful. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right, Candy. One final question. What is something that you wish you knew when you started coaching that you want all new coaches to know? Don't wait. Just don't wait. I wanted to be a coach for years, and I kept looking at the training and then pulling back. And that would be the one thing. If you're drawn to it, it means it's meant for you. And just don't wait. Just get started. Amazing. Brilliant advice. Thank you, Candy. Thank you. Thanks again for listening today please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. 
Also, I would love to hear from you. Did something that I say resonate? What else would you like to learn about? Click the link in the player and leave a comment on the post. This is going to give me great ideas for future episodes so I can help you best. Join me again next week for more coaching, support, and teaching to help you become the confident coach you are meant to be. Oh,